It's Sunday, and that means it's time for another Ripples in Space Flash Fiction podcast. Hooray! Yes, yes. I'm John Davis. I'm Kate Reagan. And we're very happy to be back with another fun piece. Or I guess you could say we are we have returned with another exhilarating and thrilling tale from the void. As last week you told me we needed to uh, get better on our vernacular. Yes. <laughs> this week we have a piece by Margaret Apostolis. Apostolis. And we're sorry, Margaret, if we said your name wrong. We, yes. We, we are trying really hard. I believe it's Greek. Anyway, um, and... Kate will be reading the story. I think I say a couple of things in it. He, he just plays a small, tiny part in this story this time. And uh, we have a little bit of a bio, and it's going to be great fun, and we're glad to have you all back. Thank you for listening to all of our podcasts before this one. Do you realize that this will be our fourth? No. Is that our fourth? Our fifth podcast episode? This is five, but one doesn't really count because there's no fiction in it. It's just us talking. But it's exciting. It is exciting. Our fifth one, guys. Thanks for hanging in with us. Yeah, I mean, people are listening to it, so I guess we'll keep doing it. Anyway, um, yeah, so let's, let's get started. Yeah, it's called Final Mission. Final Mission. Final Mission. Margaret Apostolis is a full-time student and freelance fiction writer out of Florida. After winning an award for her inaugural piece of fiction, she pursued writing as a career. She is currently published in a short story anthology, Exhuming Alexandria, and the online literary magazine Aesthetic Apostle. Final Mission by Margaret Apostolis the hour was late on a particularly boring workday at the space station. A woman sat at her desk getting ready to clock out for the Try to get out of here at a decent hour. A man stood at her desk holding his coat in his arms and a small leather work bag. She jumped in shock, forgetting she was not alone despite the late hour. Just have to do my final check and I'm out of here, she promised her colleague with a smile. Has something changed? He asked with concern on his face. She shook her head. I wish. I just have to double-check the location and timestamps. You really care too much about this machine, he said under his breath, walking away from the woman. See you Tuesday. Have a good weekend, she called to his back. The woman started to do her final check when she noticed a message from the rover, the Explorer. Battery low, the message read. The same message they had received for the last six months. The team had tried their hardest to come up with a way to charge the battery from the station, but no such breakthrough occurred. The rover had lost its battery power over the last 20 years. The projected energy would wear off in the next two weeks. Hang in there. You still have work to do. She typed some words of encouragement, letting out a heavy sigh. She knew this day would inevitably arrive, but she still felt her heart breaking. The woman had grown a motherly love for the piece of machinery, even though it was simply a work project that was assigned to her. Through the years, she had watched the screen as the rover explored the mysterious planet and grew more intelligent. The explorer would send images daily of the sandy hills of the planet with the date attached and the location. What went from simple, one-worded answers had formed into full-sentence replies. 
When she had received her first two-worded message just after a year of operation, she knew the Explorer was destined for greatness. As she found new breakthroughs, the computer gained more knowledge of communication. Every new image had a new message with more words than the last. She shed a tear when the picture of the blue sunset from a new horizon was first on her screen over eight years before, but she was overwhelmed with joy when a message followed that read, Wish you were here. Can't much longer. A reply came back almost instantly. The room went still as she reread the message again. Is everything okay? She typed out a concerned message. Danger imminent. The woman spoke frantically into her headset. The explorer is in danger. What kind of danger? Her superior questioned over the radio system. The woman typed a message to the rover. A moment later, it responded. Battery critically low. The battery is dying faster than we predicted, sir. That's impossible. Double check the calculations. She was supposed to last at least two more weeks. The sound of fingertips hitting the keyboard filled the cold room. There was sweat pouring from the woman's brow as she typed furiously into the computer, hoping for some sort of positive news. Her alarm grew as the minutes passed by with no response. She knew she should report it to her superior, but she would wait until there was a sure sign that crisis was in the midst. She typed in another message asking for a response. She frantically chewed her thumbnail as her eyes remained plastered to the black screen. She sent numerous messages waiting for a response. She was given nothing. She spoke into her headset in a sad tone. Mission coming to a close. Confirmation needed on the floor. On my way, her superior said. Not even seconds went by when the door burst open and the floor team assumed their positions. The staff all stared concerned, some at their computers, other at the screens in front of the room. There was not a personal word spoken between anyone. Where is her location? The superior asked. Her favorite spot, sir. Down in the hole where she discovered the small remnants of water. The man nodded and brought his fist to his mouth. Try one last message. Are you still in danger? It was sent to the rover. They waited ten tense minutes before the woman said into her headset, there's no reply. We're, we're losing her, her superior said, his voice breaking on the last word. Tears welled into her eyes as the room hung in a thick silence. A small icon appeared on the computer, announcing the Explorer was no longer operating. The Explorer has officially ended her space mission at 2130 hours. Tears welled into the man's eyes. We thank her. For her services. The room bowed their head in a moment of silence for the loss of one of their greatest accomplishments. The woman held her head in her hands as she cried. On Earth, a woman mourned for her child. On Mars, a woman protected her child. The rover had not died of a dead battery. Because of the low energy state, the machine had to focus on one task, to not overload its diminishing power. The low battery had caused her speed to slow to a dangerous level. The motor skill slowed as the computer tried to focus on its final message, slowly typing out her final words. She turned off her motion-detecting camera, preserving the last piece of energy she had in order to say goodbye. A large stone came crashing against the explorer. 
The camera immediately focused on the threat, using the energy it could to see where the danger was. The camera caught sight of a hairy male specimen swinging a large boulder right into the machine. With a broken lens, the rover tried to capture at least a grainy image of the creature living on the planet. The machine tried to force her shutter to capture the sight, but the rock came crashing down too quickly, destroying the rover. The creature grunted in triumph as he smashed the foreign object again and again with a large rock. The sound of his mate's call tore his gaze away from the machine. He saw his mate waiting with a concerned look on her face, and their child clenched in her arms. The man dropped the rock onto the destroyed pieces of steel and walked towards his waiting family. And that was Final Mission, which was kind of hard in light of opportunities passing several months ago. Yeah, if any of you don't know, um, sorry to break the news to you, but NASA's uh, Mars rover Opportunity um, passed on to wherever robots go after their battery power goes out. And I just found out that the little message, it's dark and my ba- or my battery's, battery's low, low and, and it's, it's getting, getting dark. dark, is kind of a more poetic version of a more technical readout they got. So it was probably more along the lines of, like, low sunlight, low power. I don't know, but... Still sad. It is. It's very sad. <laughs> I wonder if it's like when, like, a television series ends after 10 years. Like, all oh, those people gosh. working on that project, and then they find out that it's over. Yeah. Like, is that really hard for you? That's a large portion of your life has been dedicated to this. Well, and, and true. I mean, it, it that's could be said for, like, what was it? There was Cheers that was on for a long time, and How I Met Your Mother... Or even movie franchises, like look at Harry Potter. Those kids have known each other for almost half of their lives at that point. And they grew up in front of all of us. Yeah. Which is weird. So, yeah, um, things must come to an end. But, uh, as always, we enjoy a fun change or twist at the end. So, I really liked the whole life on mars thing and the rover's trying so hard to to send a picture i know it's trying to do its job and and warn us and it gets destroyed i know it's so sad there's a lot of questions like what do these creatures breathe what are they doing why are they grunting but you know well i mean chewbacca grunts and growls so it's science fiction and that's why we read it there you go yeah this is really cool well If listening to this has inspired you to write a piece of flash fiction or maybe a short story, or maybe you're a writer just checking us out and seeing if you want your piece on our podcast, feel free to submit to us. We're on Submittable. We have three categories. Our first one is our spring 2019 submissions. We are taking your short stories. Uh, The submission period is open until May, so you've still got a couple of weeks yet to get those stories in. Our second one is our podcast, which is what you just listened to. Uh, So send us your flash fiction pieces, and uh, maybe you'll hear it up here on the podcast one week. And then our third one is our tales, Unending Tales from the Void, and we are looking for... How did you phrase it? It was very good the other day. Your... It's uh, collaborative, long-form storytelling. We're looking for beginnings right now, and it should be really fun. Um, other than that, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, both uh, as Ripples in Space. 
And be sure to, to follow us, like us, and comment. Uh, we really look forward to reading your stories, and we want to thank everyone who has submitted so far. We hope you have a good week. From all of us here at Ripples in Space, cheers from the void. Bye, everybody.